This episode of Stories of an Extraordinary Industry is brought to you by Densdeck Roofboards. To learn more, go to densdeck.com slash stop callbacks. Welcome to Stories of an Extraordinary Industry podcast, a production of the National Roofing Contractors Association. I am your host, Jared Ribble. Our goal is you would be proud of the great things being done by the roofing industry and that you might learn something along the way. If this is your first time listening, welcome. If you like what you hear, give the podcast a thumbs up and a rating in whatever platform you are listening. I have been enjoying another roofing industry podcast that I want to share with you. It's called Roofing Road Trips with Heidi Ellsworth. She and her guests share the latest news and information from all over the roofing industry. So make sure to check it out. You have heard of the Grammys, the Emmys, the Oscars. More than just honoring an individual's accomplishments, these awards bring national recognition and attention to the arts and their importance to society. But before there was a Grammy or Emmy ever awarded, the roofing industry had a Distinguished Service Award. It was given to someone who the NRCA wanted to honor and say thank you for years of service to the association and enhance the reputation of the roofing industry. In 1947, this Distinguished Service Award was given to someone who was a cut above the pack. He had helped roofing companies of NRCA navigate the darkest financial time this country has ever faced, the Great Depression. The Distinguished Service Award seemed an inadequate token of appreciation for all this man had done during such a difficult time in history. It was decided going forward, this award would be named after him, the J.A. Piper Award. Joseph Avery Piper was born in 1887 and grew up in Durham, North Carolina. After eighth grade, he sacrificed his own education, went to work in a tobacco plant to help pay for his brother's and sister's college. Around 20 years old, he began helping his dad at the family roofing business, but then moved away from home, gaining valuable roofing experience from other parts of the country. Here is some archived audio from Joseph's son, Sam Piper. He was working in New Orleans. And his boss took him to go measure a roof. A customer had called, a potential customer had called. And they went up on the roof and checked it over. And his boss looked around at the roof and he said, no. He said, we're just too busy to handle this job. And on the way back to the shop, Dad remembered they just didn't have any work. And he couldn't understand why. And then all of a sudden he thought, he doesn't know how to measure a triangular roof. And Dad, Having finished the eighth grade, didn't know how to do a triangle roof either, but he decided right then it was time for him to do a little self-education. Piper moved home to Durham and started his own roofing company with his brother. Textile mills were being built throughout the South. 
and Joseph, seeing the opportunity, started a branch of their roofing company where these mills were being built and moved to the Greenville, South Carolina area. The J.A. Piper Roofing Company is still in business there today, three generations later. His roofing company experienced many ups and some downs to the point where they needed to pause operations for a short time. When it was time to spin up operations again, it was quality that mattered most, and Joseph was unwavering, as he knew where the quality work comes from. There was a financial panic, and, and they had to close the operation. And when they started up again, the banker came down to see Dad and talked to him about how, to, how he was going to operate and how he was going to start the company up and how he would handle it. And he went through the operation. And when he came to the list of employees, he wanted to know what the, what the rates were, what he was being paid, what ma wages they were making. And he says, okay, we'll start off by getting rid of those high-priced people. And says, you can just operate off the cheap guys he's got. And of course, that's exactly the wrong thing to do. If you're gonna make any money, you've got to have your good people. If you're gonna operate, you've got to have that kind of work. But anyhow, Dad finally told him, he says, now look, I'll take care of this thing if you want me to, and I'll pay it back. But if you don't want me to handle it, I'm just going to close the door and walk out of here, and I'm through. You can handle it. Well, after the man thought a little bit, he decided to let him go, and of course, Dad made a, made a success out of it, handling it the way he knew how to work the job. It was his focus on quality that got them through several ups and downs over the years, including World War I and the Great Depression. After World War I, Piper put his creative problem-solving mind to work. In the early 1900s, steep slope roofing was primarily wood shakes or tin metal panels. And, of course, the wood shingles were a tremendous fire hazard. Uh, a wood shingle house that catches on fire would, would release brands that would, that would uh, set the other houses in the neighborhood on fire. The tin roof was expensive and, and difficult to lay, but the metal shingles were separate and similar in, in manner of laying as uh, the current asphalt shingles. Joseph A. Piper was a problem solver. He sacrificed himself for the betterment of others, helped others during difficult times, all while keeping quality a top priority. I would suggest these four attributes Joseph embodied are worthy of designing an award around to enhance the reputation of this great industry. So what is it like to be awarded the roofing industry's highest honor? We will find that out in a moment, but first. Your roof job from six months ago is calling and it's probably not to say thank you. Remember when they said a cover board didn't matter? That's because building owners don't always think about the battering their rooftops may take over a lifetime. Densdeck roof boards help protect against routine foot traffic, future installs like solar panels or HVAC, catastrophic weather events, and fire. Make sure Densdeck roof board doesn't get value engineered out of your next job. You'll strengthen your rooftops and your client relationships. Visit densdeck.com slash stopcallbacks for more information. Joseph A. Piper was a servant of the community. 
He started the Carolina Roofing and Sheet Metal Contractors Association, served on his local chamber of commerce, and was president of NRCA, holding the association together during the dark days of the depression. Because of his extraordinary service, the J.A. Piper Award, roofing's highest honor, was named after him. So who are some of these winners and what can we learn from them? Here is Dane Bradford, the 2009 Piper Award winner. I had been involved in NRCA and active in the industry since uh, 1985. I was surprised, to be real honest with you. It was at one of the, the IRE programs. I didn't even have a tie on. <laughs> I, I would have dressed nicer had I known. You have an inkling that there's perhaps a, a, an opportunity for this just simply because of longevity and involvement. But um, I, was, I was surprised. You know, you've been chosen by the elite in the industry, the people who've demonstrated that they, uh, they're very committed to the industry. And it feels incredible. Name is Alan Lancaster. I work for Metal Crafts. I typed America Company. And I am the Piper Award winner from the year 2022. When the announcement was made and I'm sitting there listening, the very first lines of the, the, of the award is that our recipients from Savannah, Georgia. So I kind of knew early on into the discussion that I was going to be the recipient. So from that point on, I was listening to what was being said and I'm like, listening to all this and I'm thinking around and he, I think he even made the comment to someone at my table said God that guy's old he's been around forever I'm Bruce McCrory and I work for Nations Roof and I received the award in March of 2017 when the award came up I really did not have any idea but what first kind of opened my mind to it was that my daughter appeared next to me and I think the first thing I said to her was, what are you doing here? <laughs> I thought she was back home in Mobile. And then as the introduction was going on, I said, oh, I think I said, oh my Lord, I can't believe this. You know, it's the highest award you can get to win that with just such a overwhelming sense of emotion comes over you that that's, I think that's why I'm, Everybody sort of gets really choked up, can't talk. Every case I've seen, it's been a total surprise to the recipient. You know, it's a, it's a recognition, I guess. Maybe, maybe not so much a win as a recognition of what you've done. Why do these Piper Award winners think they were chosen to earn this special recognition? It's all about volunteerism. It's all about spending a lot of time doing things to, to help the industry. I certainly got a lot out of my involvement, but it's it's all about service to the industry and trying to provide as much uh, information, knowledge, and help back to uh, members of NRCA and the, the industry at large. You know, I think being active in committee work and not only listening and learning, but also contributing. And as I tell a lot of young people who get involved in the association, is they want to move up in the chair, so to speak, and, and that kind of thing. I said, do the committee work. Don't just show up for the meeting. Do your homework. Produce. Be involved in the discussions. You need to contribute. And people see that, that are on the committees. And, and then you have to have the consideration of your, your peers in the industry. 
Who are the peers that make the decision for that year's award recipient? The people that are ultimately making the decision are the five past Piper Award winners. I guess I would consider them to be peers within the industry. Each year we submit several names in nomination. All of the past winners uh, submit names in nomination of those individuals. They're submitted to the, to the five last winners of the award and uh, they choose uh, who they think is uh, appropriate to have it in that year. Certainly the, the individuals who have our past presidents or past chairman of uh, NRCA have demonstrated and everybody knows what, uh, what kind of commitment you make to, to do that. You are away from your, your office, you're away from your family, you spend a lot of time on the road. We all know that that's a, that's a pretty major commitment, but there are some certainly recent winners um, that are not uh, past chairman and are not NRCA contractor members who we know just because of our liaison work with other associations and other groups, they contribute a lot to the industry. Um, we have some great winners. Uh, Helene Hardy-Pierce from GAF certainly has contributed a lot, but it hasn't been inside the doors of NRCA necessarily. Well, let's meet Helene. Helene Hardy-Pierce, and I work for GAF, and I'm Vice President of Building Science and Systems regulations and industry support. I won the Piper Award in 2019. I attended the award ceremony several times and there would be in the program the past recipients of the Piper Award. And I remember looking at that list and always seeing names of people that I had held in very high regard um, within the industry that seem to have the industry's best interest at heart. And yes, it was fairly well populated with roofing contractors and those who had been extremely active. And as you said, chairman, past chairman of the boards of NRCA. I had no inkling of it and was just shocked. I mean, literally shell shocked because I never would have put myself in that august company. And I, I'm not a roofing contractor, and so literally speechless. So I've been in the industry over 40 years, and one of the things that is, it's just this, this want to make it better, to make installations better, to, to educate, to share knowledge about how to avoid problems, and really it's about solving problems, and it's making sure that roofs work. One of the things I people have heard me say is that on the technical side, which is where my background's been my entire career, we're really good about telling people what to do. But as an industry, we can get so much better about telling them why. So, because you don't really learn unless you understand why. I love the roofing industry. And, and I got into it by happenstance. I was going to school, pursuing an engineering degree, and I really didn't know why I was going to engineering school, except I was good at math. So I went out on a limb and I decided, you know, I want to co-op and I want to be a cooperative engineering student and go and work and see if all of this hard work that I'm doing, if I'm going to end up with a degree that I'm going to enjoy what I do. And I happened to go and co-op at a roofing manufacturing company at Tamco. That's how I got into the industry because then when I, and I loved, I loved what I did. 
And it made school so crystal clear. So when I graduated, Tampa offered me a job and that's how I think. And it's in hindsight, I could have gone to work at Caterpillar or John Deere and been in a totally different career path. But it was just, it was um, just that that's where I co-opt. They gave me an opportunity to just keep growing and keep growing. If you want to create the next generation of Piper Award winners, Helene just gave the blueprint. Create opportunities for others to grow. I will share with you this. I have a brother who's an engineer. His entire career has been at Boeing. And he told me over 20 years ago, you've chose the better career path. But what? You know, I'm in the roofing industry. Greg, you're doing like, you know, you're in the defense side of Boeing and doing helmet technology. And he said, but everyone needs a roof and you solve everyday people's problems. Thank you for that reminder, Helene. Most people, if not all people who win the Piper Award, don't really think of it as a, a thing you do to earn. It's a recognition, I believe, a recognition of your, your service to the industry and your commitment long-term, usually long-term commitment to you know, our industry as a whole. The people that I've known over the last you know, quite a few years that have received it, I mean, their personality, their character, while they acknowledge and accept an award like that, that's not what they're about. They're more about, you know, what they can do for the industry. It's not about that personal gain of just having that recognition. And I mean, that just, to me, shows the good quality of leaders that our association has had over the years and will hopefully continue to have. That's the highest award. I mean, that's it. That's holy ground. I mean, you're there. You've got to really have done something to get there. I think the majority of these people really improve the industry as a result of their activities. You actually work hard and do something and make a difference. A mentor, Bill Ricketts, told me once, Helene, if you don't, who will? And, and that's one of the ways that I think that the Piper Award can really inspire other people to engage and then also to give back. I'd like to thank Dane Bradford, Bruce McCory, Alan Lancaster, and Helene Hardy-Pierce for sharing a bit of their story today. And a special thank you to the J.A. Piper Roofing Company for sharing with us the archived audio of Sam Piper, telling us a little bit about his dad, Joseph A. Piper. You all are extraordinary roofers, and we are grateful for all you have done to make the roofing industry excellent. We could not produce this episode without the help from our sponsor, Densdeck. Go to densdeck.com slash stopcallbacks to learn all about how Densdeck roof boards help protect against routine foot traffic, future installs, catastrophic weather events, and fire. If you found this episode valuable, share it with someone you know needs to hear it and give it a rating in whatever podcast platform you are listening. This episode was produced by Alex Zwart for the National Roofing Contractors Association. I am your host, Jared Ribble, signing off. Be well, be safe, and be proud of this great industry. <laughs>